0: Welcome to Virtual Church.
1: Welcome to Virtual Church. Welcome to to Virtual virtual Church.
0: church. Welcome to to Virtual virtual Church. Church. Welcome to Virtual Church. Welcome to Virtual Church. Welcome Welcome to Virtual church. 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 Virtual church. Welcome to 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 Virtual Church. God bless you all this morning. What a joy it is for me to be with you today, presenting Virtual Church. It's so great to see you all again. I know I can't really see you, but I just, See you in my mind's eye, I see you in my spirit. So it's phenomenal to be with you, and uh, we thank God. We thank God we are at this space in our lives. We thank God that uh, He is uh, are keeping us in the palm of His hand. We're under the shadow of His wings, we're under the shadow of the Almighty, and uh, He's keeping us well, healed, whole, strong, and supplied in the name of Jesus. So today I'd just like to uh, share a a word with you. In this time, uh, I believe that as we go through this time, and we shall come through this time, nothing uh, shall stop us from coming through this time. We'll come through this time uh, victorious in Jesus' name. So the the thoughts I had for the day is, uh, I've always been intrigued by Romans 8.37, which says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I believe that no matter what happens in life, that we are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors because uh, Christ in us, not in our own strength, but through Christ in us, uh, we become more than conquerors. so when we, when we look up uh, that word conquerors in the, the concordance, strong concordance, it's the Greek word hypernikio, and it means to be to to more than a conquerors to gain surpassing victory. And uh, we thank God that we will have more than victory we'll have a surpassing victory. Uh, so the word says, uh, in the world, in John 16, it says, we will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So as believers, we need to believe and receive that which we believe. So my, my mentor, uh, Dan McVicker says, you can never make people believe uh, we have to uh, do that as a voluntary, voluntary thing. We have to, uh, as we read the word, you you say, yeah, I can believe that. Yes, I take that in. And the more we meditate on the word, the stronger our belief system becomes. So, as as the word says in John six, in this world we shall have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So. We can praise God. We have an invaluable ally and mentor in overcoming things, and uh, and and that is the Holy Spirit who indwells us. So I would just like to go through uh, quickly seven steps to become a kingdom conqueror and a world overcomer. Uh, Matthew six thirty three, and this isn't in my notes, but. Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. So as we seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, all these other things, the benefit of seeking first the kingdom is that we become more than a conqueror. We become victors in Christ Jesus. We become people that are not going to shrink back, turn back, run back, but we're going to be people that stand in the face of adversity and know that we, we, we can win in this battle. Irrespective of what the battle is, we can win in this battle. We've got to know, uh, before we go on to these seven steps, you know, uh, I, I spoke to my mum, my mum's now 93 and in good health, thanks be to God, uh, but she came through the Second World War and one of the most powerful things that the people in during the Second World War had was community, unity, they all worked together. I remember as a wee boy, when I was a boy, uh, going next door for a cup of sugar, going next door for some butter, going next door for some bread. Uh, you're probably saying, I'm glad I didn't live next door to him. But the next door neighbour, if they needed anything, they came, they sent someone Say, well, do you have any of this? And we shared that. So everybody came together and that's where the strength was of this nation. Uh, we see uh, we're in a situation where We're not even meeting as a church right now. Um, I'm not going to go into the politics of that or the semantics of that. But we that are here on this virtual meeting today must make that determined effort to to be unified by a phone call, by a card, by something. But just keep this unity of the spirit and the bond of peace between you all. So, Number one, we must have confidence that God brings us the victory and we see that in the story of David and Goliath which is found in 1 Samuel 17 verse 9 and, uh, and there David, is, is, he's got tremendous um, pressure on him because he's got the Philistines there in front of him, he's got the Israelites here behind him and the, the, then they're, they're trying, and, and he's responsible now. Uh, so it's it, this is the way the story goes. This is what Goliath says. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become subjects and serve us. Well, is that pressure or what? A nation's uh, future rests on the fight of two people, one a giant and one uh, a 17-year-old boy. And uh, these are bold words that David spoke at that time. Um, The the scriptures don't tell us if if King Saul knew what David was going to say, but uh, he he knew, he knew in his heart that God had already given given him the victory, uh, we can have that same confidence as we fight the good fight. God will protect us. Amen. We we fight that good fight on a daily basis, that knowing that God's protection is there for us. Uh, you know, just uh, three weeks ago, I, I I I was running up a. Yeah, running up uh, up a slope, and uh, I had one of those um, Home Alone falls. If you've seen Home Alone, you see those guys; their legs go right up in the air, they come down in their back. Well, you know, I thought, wow, uh, and I had something in this hand and something in the other hand, and uh, and these things clattered to the ground. And what happened was nothing. I was I was totally not bruised nothing and uh, the same day i was speaking to one of my brothers who told me about a 19 year old boy that had slipped in the ice fallen and uh, died but you see god takes care of his god, god takes care of us he, he 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 has angels around us to protect us in everything that we do so uh, god will protect you the, Jeremiah 19 says this in the New International Version. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you, I will rescue you, declares the, the Lord. So that we, we, will, we will come against what seems like insurmountable odds. We will, things will come into our life which seem insurmountable. But you know the word of God also says that man's impossibility is God's possibility. So when we are totally committed to God, church, then He will uh, work in our behalf in these situations. Uh, you know Matthew uh, Matthew uh, sixteen eighteen says, and I tell you, Peter. Uh, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of death will not overcome it. You know, when we have the word fixed in our heart, that is the rock that we are. We place our trust in, we place our anchor in that, that rock of life, uh, that rock of the uh, immutable word that will never change. When we have our anchor on that, then circumstances are not going to uh, cause us to shiver and shake but we know that we have a hope for the future tell your neighbor that's sitting with you or around you or tell someone the next time you see them I have hope in the future we have a future and we have a hope and that's going to be a good future because Christ has my back and he's leading me in the way that I should go so number two you must know that no weapon formed against you will prosper. We we have all we need to overcome every trick and every trap of the enemy. Luke 10 19 says this, I have given you authority to trample uh, on snakes and scorpions and overcome the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Uh, in, In another version it says, I have given you power over all the power of the enemy. So that word power is this escutio, and that means that we have the authority over the, and the, the other power that's in that same verse in Dunamis, uh, uh, sorry, in Luke 10, 19, is dunamis. So we, dunamis is dynamite type of power, but you know, when you have the authority to take the fuse out of the dynamite, the dynamite is useless. So we have the authority over the dunamis. So whatever uh, the authority says, the dunamis has to uh, bend its knee to that. Do you get that? Uh, So uh, nothing shall by any means hurt, hurt us. And you know, the devil doesn't want us to fighting the good fight. He doesn't want us overcoming. There would be nothing more He would like nothing more than to hurt our reputations as Christians. So that's why secularists and everything's coming against Christianity because they're, they're trying to break down the reputation of Christianity. We have a great reputation, reputation that's lasted for thousands of years and will last for thousands of years to come. For generations, for thousands of years, they've tried to close down the church, but the church will not be closed down. The kingdom of God is going forth and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That's why we're waging war against these principalities, powers and spiritual wickedness. Uh, uh, But here's great news, and this is where it says in 1 Timothy 6.12 in the Amplified Bible, it says, fight the good fight of faith. It doesn't say run away from the good fight of faith. It says fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of the eternal life to which you were summoned and for which you confessed the good confession of faith before many witnesses. When I gave my heart to the Lord just as you did, uh, people could see that there was a change in our lives. That was a, uh, We made that confession of faith. When we made that confession that Jesus is my Lord, he came to live in us. Hallelujah. He came to live in us. My body's the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy One indwells me. The Spirit of the living God is my friend. He takes, leads me and guides me in the way that I should go. That's the reality. We hold fast to that good confession of Christ in us. Amen. And fight the good fight. That good fight and I was involved in many of those. I, 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 as a young boy I, I, I went to Garnet Valley Boxing Club and uh, uh, so I learned how to fight there so, and, I, and I learned what was a good fight and what was a bad fight. So, uh, so I know the difference and I'm sure you do also. Number three, Renewing your mind will prevent you. So renewing your mind will prevent you from being overcome by evil. Now remember, so number one was you must have confidence that God will bring you the victory. Have confidence that God will bring you the victory. Number two, you remember what that is. You must know that no weapon of the enemy formed against you will prosper. And you've got to declare that constantly number three we need to renew our mind that will prevent you from being overcome by evil Uh, the the bible says don't don't be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good so uh, the amplified bible says the same thing this way do not let yourselves be overcome by evil but overcome master evil with good so the Amplified saying, don't let yourself become be overcome by evil. So that we must have something inherent in us that says, no, I will not be overcome by evil. I, I will not receive this and I, I, I'm, I'm going to stand on uh, the word of God here and I shall not be overcome by this evil that's coming against me. And, and the verse the second part of the verse says but overcome master evil with good we have the mastery over evil you're the master over evil amen tell your neighbor hey I'm a master over evil therefore no evil uh, shall flourish against me or my family or anything the, the word of God says and and some Uh, one that whatever we put our hand to shall prosper. Amen? So, uh, whatever my hand finds to do is going to prosper and evil will not stop that in the name of Jesus because I have mastery over that in the name of Jesus. So, uh, but Paul goes on to talk about crucifying the flesh which is the age-old Christian battle uh, and he speaks about that in Romans 7 uh, and and it's like Paul's uh, had this tremendous fight going on inside of him. He says the things I want to do I don't do, the things I don't want to do these I do. Uh, I'm just paraphrasing this whole, because I've got the message um, translation here and it's a, it's quite a big um piece of text, but the, the, uh, I'm giving you a synopsis. The things I don't want to do, those I do. The things I want to do, those I don't do. Oh, wretched man that I am. So we've got to get these areas of our life uh, under control. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. There's only three areas that, that we need to take control of. And we, we can take control of that and, and, and trust me, I've been um, a Christian since 1980, 41 years. It's no easy. The only way you can do it is by the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's by the help of his spirit. that uh, It's like humbling ourselves and going to the Holy Spirit and say, Hey, I really have problems with the, the lust of the flesh and uh, I'm offering it up. Um, I, I'm telling you about it, and uh, you make a covenant with your eyes. You make a covenant in your mind that your mind will not get in down that road. You'll put things before your eyes that cause you to go on that road. So it's a it's a it's like a, a sculptor uh, making a, a sculpture. Uh, he chips and chips and chips and chips away uh, all the the. All the rock that's not needed till it gets to the final thing and it's like uh, th- right through our life uh, uh, and I'm 41 years a Christian I'm st- that sculptor still chipping away and getting rid of those pieces so that eventually uh, I end up the way God wants me to end up and you will praise the Lord just take a praise block bre- break and say that's me he's talking about hallelujah so uh, we need to get to that place where we realise that uh, we can never rely on our own goodness, but we must con- constantly be relying on the Lord to live through us. <clears throat> but remember, <clears throat> many people try to live for Christ, but that's impossible an impossible feat. <clears throat> we cannot live for Christ because that's based on our power. It's only when we let Christ live through us <clears throat> that we will be successful overcomers. It's only when Christ will live through us that we become successful overcomers. I, I When the last time I was in Kenya I was on a campaign with Brit, Bishop Dagg and uh, this one night Oh, there was so much demonic activity and demons were being cast out left, right, all over the place. And when I went to my room in that hotel that night, and uh, that's less than a one-star hotel. uh, So those demons, when they're cast out, they look for somewhere to go. And that night, for two hours in the night, that room was filled with evil. I was up there and not in my... Own strength and the strength of the Lord and I, I overcame the evil presences that were in that room and uh, I was able to go back to sleep and sleep peacefully but those demons were looking for a home and they thought uh, and when they find a home that's clean and, uh, and garnished, that's where they want to come so uh, I spoke to I spoke to the bishop about that and he says it's it's not unusual in situations like that so but there's no fear because you know hey i'm an overcomer in this number four inner resource becomes your outward strength 1 john 4 4 says this from the amplified bible little children you are of god you belong to him and have already defeated and overcome them that's the agents of the antichrist because he who lives in you is greater, mightier than he who is in the world. So we have the inner resource, the adroit, imaginative uh, way to overcome the evil. We're resourceful. God's Spirit in us will make us resourceful and capable of dealing with difficult situations. If only you could learn that truth from everything I'm saying today you'll already um, be a be a victor in everything you put your hand to God will give you that he's given you the inner resource we've got to call on the inner resource and let the inner resource out let the uh, it's, it's Ephesians three twenty, God says uh, through Paul that he will do super abundantly far over and above all we can even dare think or imagine so when we rely on the holy spirit he uh, will give us the thought process he'll get, he, he, he'll bring us to the resource that we need to be successful in that situation thank you jesus Amen. He's given us the resource to go forward as a church after this whole, when we get back as a church. I want to tell you, uh, this is our season of kingdom advancement. We are advancing as a kingdom. Uh, Get that word into you. Pray for the grace and the mercy for kingdom advancement. Amen. So that all those that have dropped away will come back and they'll bring others with them. Hallelujah. So um, we can say Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is our inner resource and uh, uh, there's things that we need to know about our inner resource. I'll just, I'll just go through three quickly. The Holy Spirit strengthens you, strengthens you when you're overwhelmed by adversity. Romans eight twenty six 26 in the, the Amplified Bible says this. <clears throat> so too, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness. The Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weaknesses for we don't know what we pray to offer nor how to offer it worthily as we ought but the Spirit himself, makes interest, uh, the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. So the Holy Spirit will come and supply that resource. Number two, the Holy Spirit will never withhold knowledge and or ability from you. 1 Corinthians 1, 1.7 in the Amplified says that you are not consciously falling behind or lacking in any spiritual endowment or Christian grace, the reception of which is due to the power of divine grace operating in your souls by the Holy Spirit. While you wait and watch constantly living in hope, constantly, excuse me, constantly living in hope for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and his being made visible to all. Hallelujah. Third, the Holy Spirit will cause you to profit. In 1 Corinthians 12, 7, also in the Amplified, it says, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. The evidence, the spiritual illumination of the spirit for good and for profit. Hallelujah. For good and for profit. Your inner resources come from your outward resourcefulness. I'll say that again. Your inner resources become your outward resourcefulness. Hallelujah. You'll have wisdom beyond what you beyond what you learned. You'll have that wisdom. So in uh, the book of Revelation, the Bible tells us, in Revelations 12, 11, and they uh, have overcome, and also the Amplified Bible, they have overcome, conquered him by means of the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb is a precious commodity that we need to be using at this time against COVID-19 and against anything else that would come against you and the, and by the and by the utterance of their testimony we only confess what god says not what the devil wants us to say just what god says we should say for they do, did not love and cling to life we have given up life as the world lives it uh, to live as the lord instructs us to live in him even when faced with death holding the lives cheap till they all had to die for their witnessing. Amen. So we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our confession. Don't ponder, meditate on what the, the negative side of what's happening right now. Look towards the promise of God. All the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen look to the promises of god keep hold fast to those promises those promises are for you and your family so number five of the seven confidence in the outcome we have confidence knowing that our lives will one day take on total victory revelations 321 in the amplified says he over he who overcomes is victorious i will grant him to sit beside me on my throne as i myself overcame was victorious and sat down beside my father on his throne it's now to recognize that if you fight to win as an overcomer then you then you will become more than a conqueror amen when we fight to win as an overcomer then we will become more than a conqueror who enables and empowers me and you, to become a conqueror over every adversity of life? And that answer is found in Romans eight thirty seven, which says, In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. No loving heavenly father ever wants his children to loo- lose. God wants us to win every time. Amen. Every time. You say, well, you have to, you have to lose sometimes. I don't think so. Habakkuk 2 says he made our feet like the hinds feet to run in the high places of life. He made us more than conquerors, victors in the, in the evil day. So, I don't think so. God wants us to win every time. 2 Corinthians 2.14 says this. Now thanks be to, unto God. <sighs> I love this. Now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah, now you can have a praise break, now you can give glory, now you give thanks unto God, hallelujah. The enemy has the ability to deceive, accuse and tempt, but that is, that is it. Jesus took away the power of death, hell and the grave when he made an open show of the devil. It tells us that in Colossians 2.15 and Amplified it says, God disar- disarmed. So, the, the, the enemy get no arms, okay? Uh, f- the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and public example of them and triumphing over them in Him and in, uh, in it on the cross. So, remember, the Word of God says we're always supposed to triumph, not just 51% of the time, not 85%, but always. Number six, remember who I'm just going to finish this quickly. Remember who gives you the victory, as a victorious fighter, an overcomer who gives you the victories. The answer is found in one Corinthians fifteen, fifty-seven in the Amplified. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory, making us conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ. Rely on the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Can the enemy, uh, the devil, defeat you or any other member of the body of Christ? Consider these words in Revelations 2.11. Are your ears awake? Listen. Listen to the wind words. The spirit blowing through the churches. Christ conquerors are safe from devil death. That's the Amplified Bible, Revelations 2.11. Christ conquerors are safe from devil death. So you can you have a choice. You can fight till you're a winner in the game of life, overcoming every storm of life as a conqueror, or you can experience the consequence of Revelation twenty one six, which says Then and this is the message Bible. Then he said it's happened that I'm the A to Z, I'm the beginning, I'm the conclusion from Water of life, well, I give freely to the thirsty. Conquerors inherit all this, I'll be good to them. They'll be sons and daughters to me, but for the rest, the feckless and faintless, degenerates degenerates and murderers, sex peddlers and sorcerers, idolaters and liars, for them it's the lake of fire and brimstone, the second death. So it's almost like Deuteronomy thirty nineteen. 19. I said before you, life and death, blessing and cursing. I choose blessing and cursing for me and my family and for every one of you. Number seven, the recognition you will receive as a victorious conqueror and overcomer. Uh, Revelations 3, 5 in the M- Message Bible says this. Conquerors will march in the victory parade. Their names indelible in the book of life. Hallelujah. Your name, can you see that? Your name indelibly printed. It cannot be erased from the book of life. I'll lead them and present them by name to my father and his angels. You know, it's like in the olden days or you you go to one of these uh, black tie events, you go in and uh, they say, Let's all welcome Pastor Bernie McLaughlin and his beautiful bride, Nan. And so it's the same sort of thing when we go into heaven. Jesus will lead us in, present them to the Father and the angels. Hallelujah. Uh, So you may feel like you're in the battle for your life right now. Then draw strength from this teaching and recognise the only way to lose the game of life is if you quit it's too hard i'll never be able to do it i don't have the discipline you do you don't but christ in you does you don't but the holy spirit does why should we never quit because we win we are the winners 1 john 5 4 says this for whatever is born of god overcomes the world And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. So faith is, without faith it's impossible to please God. So how do you build up faith? By hearing and hearing the word of God. We have the victory every day and every minute of every day. And that brings me to the end of of that teaching on More Than Conquerors. But right now we're going to... Uh, we're going to uh, get around uh, the communion table so prepare yourself for communion get the elements you need uh, to take communion with us my wife is going to lead us in communion this morning that is confirmation communion is confirmation of the covenant that we have with the Lord and communion is uh, is the remembrance of the victory that was won for us on Calvary's cross, my wife, Pastor Nan.
1: So good to be with you to share communion at the Lord's table and communion is more than just a ritual to be observed. It's a blessing to be received. One of the biggest blessings we can have is a healthy body and a healthy mind. Apart from our salvation and our assurance of eternal life, these things are so important. And that blessing of communion didn't come cheap. It came at a great price. And you know, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, when Paul was writing to the church there about coming together around the Lord's table, he spoke about having the right attitude and to spiritually discern. You know, here we are in 2021 in the middle of a worldwide pandemic and um, You know, it's a serious thing. Many people are dying. Many people are sick. It's changed the world economy. It's changed our lives, but we find ourselves in the middle of this. And, you know, I was just thinking about that. What if there was one person in the world, everyone had been infected with this disease, but there was only one person in the world that was not infected with this disease by this disease but in order to save mankind that person had to die mm. you know I'm quite sure that when, when that happened whoever whatever that person did would be remembered there would be a memorial set up to that person yeah. people would speak about that person You know, this world is infected by a greater disease than COVID, and it's called sin. And every one of us were born into this world infected. And there was a father that loved us so, so, so much that he wanted us to be whole and to be healed. And he gave his only son, the only one that was born into this world, not infected. And because of that, because of the blood and the sacrifice that he gave for every one of us, we've been cleansed. That's good. We've been healed. We can have peace of mind. How do we do that? We have to access all of that by faith. And Jesus himself said, because he was that one person, he was the one that yeah. gave his life for you, for all of us. He himself said, when you come together as families, as churches, and we're coming together as families and as, as a church, he says, do this in memory yeah. of me. It's a memorial. Don't take it lightly. No. You can receive your healing. Yeah. You, you could be sick in your body. You could have pain right now. You can receive your healing as we take the communion elements. Yeah. You can receive peace right now. You could be anxious. You could be fearful right now. And you could receive peace through faith in what Jesus did, the chastisement of our peace was upon him that was at the cross and by his stripes we are healed we are healed you can receive that you might not know Jesus you might be tuning in today and you don't have peace with God you don't know if you're right with God you can by faith right now access eternal life grace and mercy and forgiveness and acceptance from a loving Heavenly Father that gave his Son for you. You can do that right now and um, just pray this with me if that's you. Just repeat it with me, Heavenly Father, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I repent of all my sin, I know I'm not right with you, but I thank you Father that you accept me just as I am and I come to you. Jesus, I invite you into my heart as my Lord and Saviour and I thank you that you will help me and strengthen me in the way forward in Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer with us before we partake in communion, let us know you can go into, you know, just send a wee message and say, I prayed that prayer and we'll send you something that will help you in your journey with Christ. So if we have the communion elements, just think on these things. It's a memorial. We're remembering the love of a father. We're remembering everything that Jesus did for us at the cross. And in 1 Corinthians, it says in verse 23, 1 Corinthians 11, the same night in which he was handed over, he took bread and gave thanks. He distributed it to the disciples and said, Take, take it and eat your fill. This is my body, which has been given up for you. Do this to remember me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you that by the stripes of Jesus we are healed. As we take this bread into our body now, by faith we receive healing and wholeness and we're so thankful for Thank that, you, in, Father, Jesus, in name. Jesus' name. He did the same with the cup of wine after supper and said, This cup seals the new covenant with my blood. Oh, there's power in the blood. Oh, the blood is so precious. Drink it. And whenever you drink this, do it to remember me. Father, I thank you that as a church, and as a family, we have come together around your table. Father, you've set this table, even in the presence of our enemies. It's a table of blessing. It's a table, Father, where we can come to remember everything that was done in our behalf. We thank you, Father, for your great love. We thank you that nothing Nothing, Father, nothing that would threaten us, nothing that would come against us can ever separate us from the great love that you have for us in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for joining us in communion. God bless you.
0: Hallelujah. Bless God. That was tremendous. Fantastic. Wonderful. Awesome. Uh, Just uh, before we end, I I would just like to bring uh, something to your attention, and uh, it's from uh, 1 Chronicles 29, it says, Moreover, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, I have given to the house of my God, over and above all that I have prepared for the Holy House, my own special treasure of gold and silver. You know, at this time, there's uh, many people that are, are not coming to church. They're not coming to church at the time, but still the house of God needs to have the income so that they're, like it says in Malachi, that there always be meat in my house. And we want to give you the opportunity uh, to give. Uh, and I would just pray with you for grace for tireless giving grace uh, for a tireless giving life that you would be a giver not only to the house of the Lord but to all of those who are in need around you Uh, to be uh, a tireless kingdom giver with with the resources that God has given you be a tireless kingdom giver but uh, in that giving You cannot outgive God. God will give back to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. But God is also saying, try me now herewith in this, if I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour you out such a blessing that you will not be able to contain it. So close the door to the enemy. Close the door to the foxes and the vixen of life. Close the door to the enemy coming against you and your family. And I'm not talking about today, I'm talking about tomorrow and into the future because as we uh, have that heart for the kingdom, then God will cause his grace to bountifully flow towards us in the name of Jesus. There's details on the webpage. So do what the, the word says in Jesus' name. God bless you, I love you, I love you. Thanks
1: for listening. Remember to visit our website www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.